Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm, the podcast that shows do-gooders, nonprofits, and businesses how to build win-win partnerships that raise money and change the world. This podcast is brought to you by Engage for Good and Selfish Giving. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at engageforgood.com and selfishgiving.com. Now, on to today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Cause Talk Radio. And on the line with me, of course, is Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hello. How's it going? I'm loving my melon today. I know. It's unbelievable. You know, I mentioned this to my wife, and she was talking about the hats, and she was saying, look, we got we got Love Your Melon hats right here in the house and stuff like that. I was like, what? Do you really? Yeah. So, That's I mean, so awesome. I, yeah, so You're that so was cool. awesome. So, my wife was so excited that we were going to be talking to the folks from Love Your Melon today. And on the line with us right now is Alex Meisman, and he is National Event Director for Love Your Melon. And you know what's interesting about uh, your organization, uh, Alex, is you folks are donating 50% of your profits, profits from every sale you make uh, to find a cure for pediatric cancer and to support families with kids with cancer. Welcome to the show. Appreciate it. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Megan. And yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's an awesome thing that uh, Zach and Brian started with Love Your Melon. And, um, you know, we're just trying to, you know, make our own, you know, own difference in the world. So I yeah, yeah. uh, appreciate the time. Sure. This is one of those great stories where two guys in college had an idea yep. and it's now, well, it started out as something a little bit different than what it is now, but can you tell us the backstory of quickly of how that happened and what Love Your Melon even is for those of so those of us not as cool as Joe who don't have multiple <laughs> Love Your Melon beanies in our in our closet. <laughs> Absolutely. So Love Your Melon was really started by Zachary Quinn and Brian Keller uh, at the University of St. Thomas in St. Paul. And, uh, you know, they started as an entrepreneurship class project um, where they had to build a company and you know, instead of just building a company, they wanted to create something uh, that had the ability to give back. And so they came up with Love Your Melon. And the idea was that you could buy a product uh, and then they could provide a product to a child that was battling cancer somewhere in the Minnesotan area. So they'd visit a hospital and do that. Um, and today it's been about four, four and a half years. Um, you know, we've grown all across the country and we went from two college students and one university to over, you know, 12,000 college students all across the country with over 780 different college campuses, all bent on this one task of, you know, raising awareness for pediatric cancer and providing really special and awesome hats and smiles to children battling cancer. And tell us how much you've you've raised and how, how many hats you've donated, because it's impressive. It's really impressive. Absolutely. So, um, you know, we just ended the new year. So this year is full of new missions and new opportunities. But uh, we ended tw- 20. 2016, uh, cumulatively saying that we donated over 90,000 hats and wow. we've raised over $2.5 million for our nonprofit partners. Uh, and that's all because of, you know, the support and the fans um, and, you know, our college students, our ambassadors uh, all across the country buying into this program and really making it um, their mission to, um, you know, change the lives of change the lives of children and families battling pediatric cancer. Alex, I got a question for you. What how did they come up with love you melon? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what, I mean, what's that? <laughs> what's the, I mean, it's what's adorable. The, it is adorable. What, but I, I don't know. I guess I'm thinking like two guys, you know, coming up with their own company <laughs> idea. There and was stuff a, like there was that. a woman in their group too. That's she right. Came yeah. Up with the name. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, I mean, you know, do you know the backstory on that? 
You know, I don't know the exact backstory of why they came up with Love Your Melon, but the really idea of the hat was because, you know, they wanted to, you know, give something to a child that, you know, really meant something to them and could be used not only during treatment, but to, you know, provide something while they're, you know, out of treatment or, you know, in hopes of remission. And so they came up with Love Your Melon because, you know, so many children, so many people in general that battle cancer uh, end up losing their hair uh, because of the chemotherapy and the treatment. Um, and so... You know, they're like, why don't we design this really awesome product that, you know, people that lose their hair can wear um, and they don't feel like, you know, they don't feel different when they walk outside or something like that. And they don't feel cold when they're in the hospital going through treatment. Um, and that was, you know, it was really about that positive energy that we, you know, that we share. Um, I think that really started from the title and, uh, you know, f- from just the beanie in general. How did they um, decide on pediatric cancer? It's a amazingly worthy cause and it's absolutely resonant with people and it's very easy to explain but was there a personal tie or you know i know both of their families were touched by cancer it wasn't pediatric uh, like specific but i know that both families have been touched by cancer and uh you know honestly i think from their standpoint they looked at all the types of cancers and you know we all know about breast cancer because any the nfl has done such a great job you know during breast cancer awareness month but um Pediatric cancer is really, you know, it's, it's really put on the back burner for most people, um, but it's not a back burner item for families that you know, are told that their child is going to be battling cancer for the next few years. And so, um, you know, with what Love Your Melon was created, you know, there's so many organizations out there, but they really just don't have that driving force to really, you know, lock it down and say, hey, you know, we're, we're going to be at the forefront of pediatric cancer. We're going to do it in a completely different way. So that, you know, we can raise awareness and, you know, provide these the support system. So they stopped on pediatric cancer because of that. Um, And, you know, I believe pediatric cancer gets about one hundred and twenty million dollars in support every year. Um, And, you know, it's just amazing that in two years we've been able to say, you know, we've raised more than two point five million dollars and we're touching the lives of children all across the country. Yeah, I mean, that's incredible. And I mean, one of the things I was seeing, too, when we first heard about what you folks were doing is this promotion that you did on Cyber Monday. And you folks raised over $400,000 just on that day. That was our biggest day. And, you know, you can't do this without selling products. So, um, you know, it's it, when it came down to it, um, we are an online uh, e- e-commerce sale uh, driven company. So the idea was, is like, you know, Cyber Monday is everyone's going to be online purchasing things. Um, and, you know, last year we had an un- unbelievable sport. I believe we had over $200,000 that we were able to donate. But, you know, this year we're, we're to- telling all of our campus crews, we're throwing it out on social media. We're just like, we're going to stock as much product as we can so that you guys are able to, or so that, you know, our fans, our supporters uh, and our customers are able to purchase a product and, you know, get it before the holiday season starts and, you know, before Christmas or Thanksgiving. And, uh, you know, it was just an amazing opportunity for us to see all those products just flying off our website. And by the end of it, we were able to raise $414,000 for uh, our nonprofit partners. And, you know, the next week we were able to provide, you know, where that those funds were going and how those products were going to be, or the, how those funds were going to be used. And I think that's just an awesome way to start uh, the holiday season. You know, it's a season of giving. Um, and, you know, throughout December, not only those funds, but additional funds were also provided. Um, and it just really shows that you can buy into a program that, you know, for a $30 hat and you can see the impact being made, you know, through what we do, as well as, you know, you walk down the street in cold Minneapolis or cold Chicago and you see somebody else wearing the same hat or mm. the same similar style. Right. And you just see that, that, that buy-in and that's, that's really what's amazing. 
I'm curious to know what the promotion was. Was it just like buy a hat or was, was there a deep discount or what was the Cyber Monday promotion? No. So uh, that's one thing that people always think about for Cyber Monday. They're always like, oh, there's got to be some kind of deal and stuff like that. And we actually don't discount our products. Uh, the reason wow. for that is because um, we can't say we can't make the difference that we're making if we're discounting our products. So if you know, we say, you know, $30 a hat, you know, if we drop that price, we're dropping the impact that we have. And we just don't think that's acceptable. We don't want people to think that, you know, we're just trying to get their sales. Like, no, that's not the point of this. Um, but we did have like surprise gifts. We did say, you know, free shipping for a certain amount that was purchased. Um, and we do try to give back as much as possible, but, um, you know, really it was just the opportunity of us having all the products that we had uh, on cyber Monday and all the new products that we came out with. Um, you know, one thing about love your melon, that's so great, but at the same time, um, sort of upsetting to some people is that we can't keep product stock. Mm. Um, you know, we, we find that, you know, our, our online website will sell out as yeah. soon as we release product because yeah. people know about it and they want to purchase it. Yeah. I mean, I was on your site today and I saw a bunch of things that were sold out. Sold out. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. awesome that you yeah. keep it up there. Sold out, sold out. Too bad for you. You're too late. <laughs> You're not as cool as Joe Waters. And, and we do that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we do that just to show people, you know, we still have like the ability to bring these products back. And if somebody goes on our website, you know, after listening to this conversation, they're like, wow, I really like this green beanie. They can actually sign up uh, on the website um, and we'll send them an email as soon as we're able to restock it. But, um, you know, that's one thing that we try to tell people, you know, these are U.S. made products. You know, we don't cut corners and take these beanies from China. Like, you know, we, we take pride in the beanies that we're creating, not only for you guys mm -hmm. and supporters, but also for children that are battling cancer. So we don't cut corners. We get the product when we can, and we put it out there when we can. That's, you know, well, that's, 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 that's the best we can do. Something else we should point out that I'm sure Joe and I are both sick of pointing out, but I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway. Joe, you can yep. you can back me up here. But this company would not be successful if these beanies were lame. I mean, yeah. they're they're very cool. Yeah. yeah. They're very colorful. Yep. They're very trendy. Yep. So you know, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it for the record. Yeah. The product has to be there. It can't just be a cause. If this was a crappy beanie from China that was dorky, nobody would buy them. So it has to be a cool product still. So yeah. just for the record, I wanted to say yeah, that. Absolutely. And now. Now I will double back on something that's probably more important. And that's something you just mentioned, which was your campus crew. So you guys yeah. have done um, a really interesting thing around marketing and millennials and activating that community. So can you talk about who your campus crews are and what they do and where this idea started and all of the good stuff that you've learned about it to date? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, you know, as, as you guys know, as uh, maybe some of your listeners know, Love Your Melon was started by college students. That was, you know, the ability for a college student that, you know, doesn't have a lot of money to spend because they're spending it on books, the ability that they don't have a lot of time, you know, they're, they're studying 40 hours a week. It's a full-time job. Um, and, you know, the idea was that Love Your Melon would always stay, you know, run by college students. You know, it was started by college students, and to this day, the success has, you know, been given by these college students. Mm -hmm. um, and so last year, it was actually started uh, by Brian Keller. He was really one of the forefronts behind this this program. Um, and it was the idea that, you know, we should involve college students. Like, why not have college students just like ourselves helping communities that, you know, we can't help? Mm -hmm. um, and they could go into hospitals and all this other stuff. Right. Um, and so we said, hey, you know, if you're interested, talk to us. Uh, and, you know, we're, we're very big on social media. Um, and now we're even bigger. I mean, back then we weren't, but, um, you know, it's all about drawing them in and saying, Hey, like pediatric cancer is, 
you know, all across the country and it's in your community, but why don't you put aside your books for, you know, an hour or two hours, put on a love your mountain superhero costume and take these really awesome beanies into the hospital and provide them to children and give them a smile and, you know, take them away from the negativity and all the tests and all that stuff and, you know, hang out with them for a little bit. And I think that's really, you know, a really major success behind the Love Your Mountains, really engaging these millennials, not in, you know, sales. And there is the opportunity to do that. But it's really about giving back and saying, you know, you have the opportunity to go in, visit this child, give them a hat, but really give them a smile and, you know, impact their lives and, you know, help their family a little bit. And, you know, that's growing. And I think that's where it started. But now it's like, you know, go to a sports game night, you know, hook them up with a celebrity at a music festival, right. you know, whatever it is, like, you know, it's limitless and you can do well, whatever you, know, you want. You know what it is, Alex, and, too, is you know, there's a real power in empowering other people to go out and represent your organization. Absolutely. And I think that's what, you know, you have these brand ambassadors now, which is so powerful. You know, one of the things I'm curious too, Alex, is could you talk a little bit more about how you folks use, uh, use social media? Is there something that you excel on? Is it Facebook? Is it Instagram? Is it Snapchat? Uh, you know, is, it, is there one medium that you focus on with your college crews? We never really did get into Snapchat that much. It was it mainly started out on Facebook, um, then you know went to Twitter, and yep. then when Instagram was started becoming big, we went there. Um, you know, Instagram's awesome for us because we're able to post a picture, yeah. and you know, yep. a great picture can say you know a thousand words. Absolutely. Um, and you know, face. What's awesome about Facebook is that everybody's on Facebook, yep. and you know, we're able to tell the long stories. We're able to announce stuff. Um, you know, really in the last year, we found that. Um, you know, marketing through social media. So like Facebook ads and things like that have been a great way for us to not only tell people about our releases, tell us to tell them about new products, but also to tell them the impact we're making and the stories and the events that we're having coming up. So um, that became, I mean, Facebook marketing is just huge for us right now. Right. And it's not only just to like say, Hey, go buy a product. It's also to say, Hey, look what we've done. Hey, look what we're doing. Hey, look where we're going. Right. And, you know, being able to tell people that in a directed way through social ads has been absolutely amazing. And it allows us to be transparent in, you know, the greatest way possible uh, to our fans and our, our group. Yeah. I want to, I want to go back to the, can we go back to the college students for just a minute? (laughs) Remind me or tell me. Alex, I'm sorry. She's obsessed with youth. I mean, she really is. She's like, you know, she's Megan, Megan describes herself as the oldest millennial ever. Okay. You know what? You are older than (laughs) I I am. So don't, I don't think myself as a millennial. I don't think of myself as a millennial either. My children are millennials, for crying out loud. You're talking to the old fogies today, Alex. This is like the old person. Hey, Alex, show. I was hoping, too, that maybe you so made fun. a... Do, do you make a hat that when you put it on, it actually has hair coming out of it so that I could wear one of your hats and then I That's could have, you like, need. the extent... Or even, you know, or even facial hair would be nice. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the ones with the oh, beard, Lordy. stuff like that. I mean, I'm just throwing or like out like a there. mustache? I'm, I'm telling you, there's, there's some guys hot, around Joe. 50 that... That want to be hip and cool, and I think there's a I think there's That's a new the business opportunity here for you. That Ugh. it isn't with the college kids. Scary, Joe. Can I can I ask my question now? Are you fine, done with your little fine, rant, Joe? Fine, fine, fine. Ask your question. Okay, so here's my question. I'm not obsessed with college students, so I, I'm just curious. Are they are they essentially salespeople? So they're encouraged to go do all this great work with these kids, and I'm assuming they're selling the beanies as well. Are they getting like are they commission salespeople? They get a little cut of it. Do they get a stipend? What do they get? No, so um, 
you know, that that's one thing that we always get asked. And so they're, they're ambassadors, but they're not paid. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they don't, we try to steer them away from the money aspect. Now we, we add the ability for them to say like, Hey, Megan, if your son or your daughter told you about love your melon and you went to buy a product, you have the ability on the checkout menu to say, Hey, like they're going to, you know, the university of Minnesota twin cities uh, and they're on the crew. You have the ability to credit that crew. And so that crew gets a point or that crew gets, you know, credit for the, your entire purchase. Uh, and the ability for that is you know, we're able to say, okay, well, you know, the University of Minnesota has got a thousand credits or fifteen hundred credits, and you know, the University of St. Thomas is kind of struggling with two hundred and fifty. We really think that the University of Minnesota Twin Cities should take this child on a helicopter ride or you know, do a bigger event. Um, mm. You know, it doesn't—they're not salespeople. It's more yeah. of like what they can provide, and you know, it's through a training process. Um, you know, we have to be very careful, especially when you know, going into hospitals or Ronald McDonald houses, there are a lot of rules that have to be followed and we can't have just anybody going. Um, So once they apply, you know, they go through a training process, we approve them, you know, they they have a full instructional binder about what Love Your Melon is, how to correctly talk about it. You know, um, we're a for-profit versus a non-profit. You know, we have nonprofit partners that we support, you know, this is how it's broken down. And then we slowly train them through, you know, them talking about Love Your Melon and them telling people about Love Your Melon. So they do have the ability to sell, but it's more of them getting involved with our program. And then as that continues to happen, they get to do bigger and bigger things, which allows them to make a bigger and bigger impact. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And how often are you communicating with them then? Like, is this, do they see this uh, as like a, like a weekend activity or is this like, are, are they like, super into love your melon and they're just, you know, selling this stuff I mean, all day long and walking around campus with their beanies. Like what? <laughs> I mean, that's, How involved that's, are they that getting? Is, I mean, love your melon is 24 uh, seven. I mean, that's, this is, this is an <laughs> that's organization awesome. that's, it's, it's run by students. You know, like when I was in college, you know, I was always up at the weird hours of the night talking totally. to my friends about things. And I, you know, I'd go to class at eight in the morning and, but I'd have a class at eight at, or eight at night. Yeah. Um, and so they, you know, they have the ability to via social media, via email, via phones, technology these days, talk about Love Your Melon and tell people about it at any hour of the day. Um, you know, we're in constant contact via email, you know, our team here in Minnesota, where our executive office is located is, you know, answering their questions via social media. They've got a full private Facebook page with like, you know, mm. all 12,000 of them have access to it. And uh-huh. so we're able to post updates. We're able to post stories and they're able to share stuff as well. And they can talk about, Hey, we had a great experience with, you know, a child at Madison. Here's the video that we created and they can post it there. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, if they see some like really amazing story where they're like, you know, we should really get this child a hat. No, they post it in there and we like look through that. Um, and you know, they can, they can do almost anything in those groups. And then they, we also have them broken up by region. So we have five regions across the United States so that, you know, we have one giant group and then five smaller groups within that, you know, all 12,000. You have a lot of teams. Um, You have like all the 700 teams, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're over uh, 790 different universities at the moment. Holy Oh my gosh. Yeah. For something like that. So Alex, how old are you? I'm 24 years old. So let me ask you something. When you're working with these college students, are you just like these kids these days? Like, I just, <laughs> I can't believe things have changed. He can still be in college, I, Joe. I can't believe how things have changed since the two years I've been out. You know, like, you know. We're just jealous. I, We're just jealous, Alex. Don't yeah. listen to him. Honestly, I, 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 we used to do these things, you know, you know, I would go to the hospital events and I would love doing that. I would go to these helicopter rides. Um, and, you know, I got to see those smiles. And now I'm realizing that, you know, these college students that we work with, they're getting the opportunity. We're providing them that opportunity to make their own stories and their, mm-hmm. their own, you know, 
ability to impact these lives of these children. And that's phenomenal. I mean, yeah. you know, you should see, I don't know who's happier, the childhood, the, the ambassadors, yeah. the family. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the stories that they're able to tell us and, you know, the, the impact that they're able to make is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's because they created it. It's, it's like you said earlier, Joe, it's them empowering themselves, like us empowering them to make this difference and tell their own story. And that's why I'm so involved with it. And that's why they're, you know, even more involved with it now. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so funny because um, I went to Penn State. And, you know, and Penn State is really involved in in providing cancer care and research dollars through they do a THON program there. And I bet they're involved with you in some way, too, you know, with all those things. But I just remember like those trips that people had to the hospitals and stuff like that, you know, and I mean, just how much they meant to them. I mean, it was the hospital to see Abraham Lincoln after he was shot. But it's still, you know what I mean? I'm not that old, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the Penn State thon is huge. I mean, it's absolutely yeah. huge. Yeah, it's like um, and I didn't bucks. say anything about you being old, so you can't. You can't <laughs> that was that me. Out. I will take full credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I know like these people. They love going to this stuff. They love doing this stuff. I mean, all the things associated with thon. It's all done for free. You know, there's no there's there's no pay or anything like that. But you know what it was too, and I'm sure you find this too. It's a lot of frats and sororities too that are involved yep. in the program. Yeah, and you know we try to provide any opportunities for, you know, large groups like that to participate. Um, but we want to make sure that, you know, if a crew, if, or if, uh, you know, 10 individuals at a, crew, uh, at a campus start this Love Your Melon crew, that, you know, that's respected because, you know, they were the ones that put in the hard work and they're the ones that started it. And so, you know, any crew, if, you know, that we max them out about 20 ambassadors and then that can grow a little bit more. But, you know, every crew has the ability to have like a volunteer list. Like the University of uh, Wisconsin-Madison, I believe, has 600 people on their oh my volunteer gosh. list and they're all waiting for that those 20 spots wow. uh, and like if you imagine i mean they're they're freshmen that never will be on the crew but they still have the ability to you know promote love your melon and talk about it and you know participate in planning so that you know their crew can really make a huge difference in the life of a child or the lives of children um in wow. the madison area which is exactly what we're trying to inspire that's amazing Alex, though you, it's I mean, totally amazing just with people on that list I, i'm i'm really Absolutely. curious and there's several lists like that <laughs> I'm sure there are. That, yeah, it's like a high status position. Um, so I'm really curious to know, you've been around this company for at least half of its existence. I, I, there's got to be, there had to have been some little bumps in the road at some point, you know, managing college ambassadors and dealing with nonprofit organizations. Yeah. Like these are not easy things to do just in general. And for a company that's grown as quickly as you have, switching from a nonprofit, which is what you started out with, to becoming a social enterprise, yeah. which, which is what you are now. Can you just reflect a little bit of, about the things that you guys have learned over the last couple of years that you feel are most important and have continued to help you build the Love Your Melon brand? Absolutely. I mean, you know, this is this is all a learning experience for most of us. I mean, our ambassadors are constantly learning. We're constantly learning. We're trying to, you know, perfect, you know, the customer service side and keep the products online, but also sh- tell people like, hey, we're being transparent. We don't have enough products. You know, we're trying to provide uh, these hats for donation, et cetera, et cetera. But um, I think that, you know, when we switched from being a nonprofit to a for-profit, um, we really told people, we're like, hey, we started out, you know, this way. And, um, you know, the nonprofit was really great. We made some huge impacts. Um, but moving forward, we don't want to just make one impact and be done. Uh, pediatric cancer is 24-7, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Um, and that's how Love Your Melon has to operate. And that, ha- that has to continue. Um, or else that, you know, that, that support isn't there. So I think that being able to, you know, build this into not just a movement, 
but as a brand and an opportunity for young people to be involved has become, you know, something that we strive for and we're going to continue striving. I mean, there are always going to be these different, these bumps that we have to go through there, you know, running a business is, is, is quite different from yeah. participating in one. Yep, um, but you know, uh, our founders, Zach and Brian have done an absolutely amazing job, um, being transparent and continuing to make the difference, um, you know, in the lives of these families. So, um, you know, we, we just can't say anything, but thank you for your patience. Thank you for your support and work with us and show us that, you know, we're going to continue doing this and we appreciate everything that you guys are doing. Yes. They're going to be, you know, your hat might not get delivered and we might have to figure out where it went, but we will do our best to make sure that that, you know, that it arrives and that you see exactly what you're supporting and you continue to see that, uh, you know, into the future. Um, and you know, we're just looking forward to, you know, the next big, next big thing. And I don't know what that is yet. Um, but I hope to see it. I hope to see it soon and I hope to share it and, you know, continue the story. I mean, we're on chapter three or chapter four, yeah. uh, and this book has got an endless amount of chapters. So, uh, you know, stay tuned, stay excited and, um, you know, check out love your melon and what we're doing because i guarantee you that every week there's going to be a new surprise there's going to be a new product there's going to be something that's going to want you to participate in this mission um and you know support families battling pediatric cancer you know excellent alex uh, it's uh, it's i mean alex i think the next big idea though is after love your melon what about love a felon what do you think about that? Love a felon. What do you think? What do you think? We Yo, can, you've got the idea. I, I'm the idea he's, guy. He's the I'm, idea I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. totally, I'm total inspiration. Your perspiration. I mean, <laughs> call me. Hit me up on Instagram. Okay, and we'll talk about it. Uh, or LinkedIn. I'll, oh, LinkedIn. We'll, we'll figure that out. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, That's where the old fogies you know, hang uh, out, Alex. <laughs> honestly let me finish my my mission with pediatric cancer okay we'll solve that then we'll solve that solve that one next that's Felons, right yeah that's right Thanks, I like that. yeah very diplomatic <laughs> for such a young age <laughs> much more so than you and i unfortunately that's awesome alex this has been so fantastic we really appreciate you coming on and sharing a little bit more about the love your melon story where can people find you online if they'd like to do that yeah, if your listeners are more interested by hearing more a little bit about Love Your Melon, uh, they can visit us online, www.loveyourmelon.com, www.loveyourmelon.com. Uh, they also can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, all just at Love Your Melon. And, um, you know, stay tuned. Like I said, surprises are coming, and uh, we're excited to, uh, <laughs> you know, release those. Excellent. We love surprises. Joe, where can people find you online with all of your surprises? Uh, people can find me on Twitter. See, one of the more progressive forums, talking to Alex, talking to mm -hmm. Love You Melon, talking to Megan. Uh, people can find me, obviously, at SelfishGiving.com. Make sure to check out my 10 best cause marketing promotions for 2016. And, of course, all those pins on Pinterest at Pinterest.com front slash Joe Waters. What about you, Megan? Where can people find you? I'm also on Twitter at Megan Strand, and I tweet for Engage for Good at Engage for Good. You can find show notes for today's episode at SelfishGiving.com as well as EngageForGood.com. Please do check them out there. And the most important thing, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes. And while you're there, leave us a review. Let us know what you thought about this episode and what else you'd like to hear from us. And on behalf of Alex and Joe and myself, I'd like to thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Cause Talk Radio. And we'll talk to you next time. 